Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It is Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. Welcome back to another episode of the Premier Fantasy Football Podcast from Pro Football Network. This is a quick hit episode. I'm your host, PJ Rudell. Spend the next few minutes uh, talking about some uh, player or issue uh, that is useful as we get a little bit closer to the start of camp and then a little bit closer to preseason games. And finally, week one every day gets us closer to some kind of truth about players' values um, heading into all of your drafts. Uh, I'm going to spend a few minutes talking about Sonny Michelle. Uh, the Dolphins signed him. Uh, I'm intrigued by that signing. I did not uh, uh, think he would go to the Dolphins. I didn't think the Dolphins needed uh, a third starter caliber uh, running back. And when I say third, I'm not including Miles Gaskin. Um, I've uh, never uh, been a fantasy fan of Miles Gaskin. Uh, God bless him for uh, for all he does on the field and, and for uh, making a career, uh, something I will never do. However, um, I think he's been exposed as a, a sub, um, uh, how should I say this, kind of a, uh, he, he's one of the uh, least effective starting running backs in the league. Um, and he shouldn't be in a position for the Dolphins to succeed. They can't lean on Gaskin. I, I think that they basically upgraded with Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. A healthy Raheem Mostert is comfortably more talented, in my opinion, than Gaskin. Uh, Edmonds certainly is uh, just as versatile. Adding Sonny Michel uh, just seems like uh, uh, piling on um, a little bit. Uh, but then again, uh, I'm not a GM, so what do I know? I thought Sonny Michel would go to a team uh, that might really need um, a strong backup who can fill in and, uh, you know, basically if Tennessee hadn't drafted Hassan Haskins, you know, I could have seen Michelle go to Tennessee, for example. Um, going to Miami is interesting and it really throws a wrench in fantasy. This is a fantasy podcast. We talk about fantasy implications. Um, this now creates uh, chaos. And uh, sometimes chaos is good when you can capitalize on uh, someone who is severely overvalued or undervalued. In this case, I don't see how the chaos helps anybody. Um, you are rolling the dice on whether Mostert, uh, Edmonds, or Michelle will get a plurality of the touches. You know, we're talking 10 to 12 touches in that backfield. Um, it is obviously much easier. We all know this as fantasy managers. If we've got two guys, and we know if it's not A, it's going to be B. And that is a, an easier calculus. You draft A in the first or second round, let's say, and then you draft B in, let's say, the seventh or eighth round. Uh, if you want to reach a little bit, depending on the size of the league. Um, if B is really good and it has standalone value, like a Tony Pollard, maybe you reach in the sixth round if you, if you draft Zeke Elliott because you really want to make sure you have Pollard because, man, if – I mean – the value of Pollard, if Zeke gets hurt, uh, is through is you know a top top twelve, top fourteen running back comfortably. So you know you you reach sometimes a round early, especially if you 
drafted the starter. With the Dolphins, it is a really complex calculation. Uh, you can't just sit there and say, okay, I'm going to draft Chase Edmonds. Like that's, you could have gotten away with that before the Michelle signing. You could have said, all right, they invested in Edmonds. Uh, Mostert is, uh, what, 29 years old, going on 30. Um, and Gaskin has, uh, you know, has tried, uh, but is clearly not the answer. So you roll with Edmonds. But now you've got Sonny Michelle, who was proved last year that he still has uh, juice. He can still get it done. Um, he is not the most versatile back. He's not very effective uh, in the passing game whatsoever. Um, but that said, uh, he eats up yards. And that's what you get out of a Sonny Michelle. And the risk now is that uh, Michelle could earn his way into a, an eight to 10 touch roll, uh, that he could be uh, the grinder um, and Edmonds is getting involved in the passing game more and Mostert becomes the number three veteran uh, who they use, um, you know, as needed based on injuries and Gaskin is, you know, inactive some weeks. That could be the way it breaks out. Um, but Michelle really, it, it, you know, he has a lifetime yards per carry of, of definitely over four yards. Um, and, you know, he's going to be a threat near the goal line. Uh, he's going to essentially, uh, potentially cap Edmonds in a way that James Conner capped Edmonds last year. That is, that is the worst case scenario for someone like Edmonds. And yet, if you draft Sonny Michelle, you're not really getting that much value because Edmonds isn't going anywhere and you're hoping for touchdowns because Sonny Michelle's line at a best case scenario is probably going to be somewhere around 12 carries for, you know, 58 yards. And then you're going, well, you know, I need a touchdown basically. Um, that just seems out of the question unless somehow Michelle runs away with the starting job, which ain't happening in camp. They did not invest in, chase Edmonds to have Edmonds be a backup. So this creates a really challenging situation. I don't think Mostert is done yet. Maybe the Dolphins do think he's done and, and that he's no more than an insurance policy at this point. Um, it is unfortunate uh, what Mostert has done when healthy has been phenomenal. I think he was number one or number yards after contact a couple of years ago. I mean, he, he is a legitimate talent, a, a late blooming legitimate talent. Uh, where injuries have just, you know, upended what could have been a promising latter stage career uh, for a guy who just, it took a while for him to really uh, uh, get going in the NFL. Um, I'm rooting for him on a personal level, uh, but he is clearly now the odd man out unless Edmonds or Michelle falter. And then you will see Mostert as that insurance policy. I could be wrong about Gaskin. Maybe they plan to, you know, sprinkle in some Gaskin touches here and there. Um, I would be shocked if they did, but you never know with the Dolphins. The big takeaway here is that the Michelle signing really is a subtraction by addition. Um, it takes away from the ceilings of every other running back on that team. And it also caps Michelle's ceiling where if he had gone on any number of other teams, he would have had a very clear path to a bell cow role if one person got hurt. And now I feel he really needs two guys to get hurt to have a fairly clear path at a bell cow role. 
And that just makes a mess of the situation. I would avoid right now, if you're drafting early, any Dolphin running back at their current value. And if you happen to pick at the turn, you know, you obviously want to invest in Edmonds and, and, uh, and Michelle, but you're investing in guys hoping that one of them breaks through because of injuries. And that's, that could be a long wait, um, given the number of uh, NFL-ready running backs that the Dolphins now have. I'm BJ Rudell, Pro Football Network. Find us at profootballnetwork.com. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow.